I believe sometimes as women, as girls, we forget our self-worth. Whether it's boundaries put up around us that prevents us to remember that we are strong, powerful women, or boundaries we put in ourselves that makes us think that we are not strong, that we aren't really worthy. My goal is to change that. My goal is to have you know that you are worthy, that you are capable of making a difference and a change, that you are capable of succeeding and pushing yourself. My podcast, Girls Who Run the World, shares the stories of strong, powerful women that are changing the world, that impact their community through their everyday lives. I am so excited to share this podcast with you all, hoping that it makes you realize that you are strong, you are worthy, and you are powerful. Let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Girls Who Run the World podcast. It's your host, Madison Sandrigan here, and I am so excited um, to be talking about you guys with this topic that I have today. Um, and I'm right, I'm excited to just jump right in. So as many of you know, I am training, currently training for the Chicago Marathon for um, the One Love Foundation. I've been training since, I want to say I've been training since the beginning of June, um, late May. Yeah, I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say it's, no, it was definitely May. So I've been training since May. Um, And the idea of running a marathon to me at, let's say, I I started running, like actually started my, here, I'll, I'll say my story first. So almost a year and a half ago, a year ago, no, it's close to a year. So a year ago, um, I had gone on a run with my dad. I don't know what the distance was. I can't remember the exact run. But a year ago is when I started joining my dad who runs ultra, I mean, who runs like world major marathons, the world majors like Berlin, Boston. Well, he's, he hasn't ran Boston yet. New York, Chicago, and a couple of other ones. But I had joined him on a run. And I have no idea what this impulse was going through, like what this impulsive um, decision was going through my mind that I was going to join him for a run. Because prior to that, I had hated running. Any type of running in a sport, like basketball, I was always sporty. I was always athletic. So still am. So any type of running, I was good at it, but I wasn't, I mean, who's fond of doing some sprints? It wasn't me. Right. (laughs) So I had gone in this run with my dad and I, so all of a sudden, and I can't, I I wish I would have remembered, but I can't remember the time I started to join him on more runs. And I think it was just like, Hey, I want to become a runner. I like, this is going to be my new hobby. Um, and so I started to join more runs about a year ago. I mean, we were doing like three mile, four mile runs a couple of days a week. And that was a personal goal for mine. I mean, I haven't ran three miles in like ever. I mean, the three miles was like my own personal goal, goal, right? And so recently, as I re- I'm recapping my train, my time as a long distance runner. Now, the other day, about two days ago, three days ago, I had gone on a 16, 16 mile run. The first nine miles, I did not walk. I did not stop, which is uncommon. I usually almost walk every two-ish miles um, because my mind, not my body, but my mind says like there's this idea that I need to walk. So and that's my own personal thing. But so I took a second and after the 16 mile run, which was an amazing run, by the way, one of my best, I think it was my best run ever. I took a second. I was um, thinking to myself, I was like, think of how far I've come. A memory had popped up in my Facebook feed of a four mile run that I've done. It was like a 
slower pace than I am now, but I'm only worrying about my distance. But I mean, the point is that since I'm doing, um, I mean, seeing, seeing how much I've grown from four miles to be my endurance to be able to do 16 was like, I, I had no words. I was speechless about it. So I wanted to come on today and just talk about my training because I am doing Chicago Marathon in October. I'm running for the One Love Foundation. And this is my personal goal for 2021. About in January, I think it was in January, I had applied, um, maybe in December. In December, I I had applied to run the Chicago Marathon because I knew I couldn't get in with my time. So I applied, applied. I was waiting a couple of weeks to hear back from the One Love Foundation because they had to accept me to run, um, to fundraise to run um, on their team because only a certain number of people get accepted. And so I get the email that I'm running the Chicago Marathon and I'm like, oh shoot, like this is a, this is the real, like this is the real deal now. Like now I actually have to run. Not I actually have to, but I mean, this is my goal. I have to push myself and see how far I can get and hopefully I succeed. And I knew at that moment that I was going to succeed. And I mean, we're less than 40 days away from it now to this day that I'm recording. So um, I already know that I, I will be crossing that finish line in October. But so um, I want to talk about my experience with training. So first of all, as many of you probably listening, that the idea of running sounds insane. Like you probably get this like gut feeling that's disgusting. Running's awful. But as I started to run more, I realized that running was almost a stress reliever for me. And I think that I didn't realize until about last year that I had a little bit of anxiety and stress that was caused by a lot of school friendships, um, just social media, the social life. Right. So I started realizing that I was starting to stress out about certain things. Like if I was late to school or if I was late to a certain event, all these little things. So Running was the time where I can go, and I used to not listen to, now I listen to some runs, I bring music with me, but it's usually just a silent run, or I'm talking the entire time with my dad now, um, but I'm literally not thinking one thing. My mind, it's the one time in the day where my mind's not racing about, oh, what I have to do, what I have to do, what I have to do. I mean, it's just, I'm not thinking about one thing, I'm just running. I'm relieving all of the stress, I'm just relaxing, as though, to all of you that haven't ran running doesn't seem relaxing but for me now it's my point to get out to get away from everything and just take a second and breathe to breathe and just to run and let everything out so I was talking to some of my family friends last weekend a couple weekends ago and I had told them um, that I was running Chicago Marathon and so they they haven't I, I didn't tell anyone at this point this was maybe a couple months ago and the first thing a lot of people say to me now that when I say that, I was like, oh my goodness, I could never do that. They say, oh my goodness, I could never do that. And my first response is, yes, you could. And they're like, no, 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 I'm just not a runner. I hate running. My, like my sister says, she only runs if she's getting chased. Um, but I'm like, yes, you could. You could run a marathon. Right now, what you're saying in your mind, what you're thinking in your mind that you can't do it is what's preventing you. It's not your body. Some some people it is. Some people are limited with um, bad functional things. But anyway, I'm saying for the people that are perfectly healthy, that are capable of doing it, need to know that they're capable of doing it. So I was as I was training, um, and I would so I have an app that I can see which what I'm supposed to run each day, right? So as I'm training, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, these miles are going to start adding up, and then 
school's going to start and I don't know if I'm going to be able to go through with it. Um, and then I was talking to, I'll tell a little story right here. So I just remember a story. I was talking to one of my, our closest, my family's closest family friend, um, Wendy Campbell is her name. Miss Wendy was texting me, um, Hey, I hope train's going well. Like I'm wishing you the best of week with training this week. I'm just thinking about you and then sent that to me. And I'm like, yeah, it's been a little bit stressful because this is at this moment I was stressed out. I was like, I'm eight miles. I'm li- I'm literally even though I just ran like ten the other day, eight miles is gonna kill me. Like I I just can't get up. I don't have the motivation to get up and go run. And she had texted me and she because she had trained for a couple half marathons before. She had, was a she ran a couple half marathons um, before her knees got bad. But anyway, she was saying the hardest part about training. The hardest part about training is the uncertainty. The uncertainty of training of what's in the future for you is the hardest part. So when she texted me that, I didn't even respond for like a couple minutes. I was thinking about it. That is like the most true statement that I've ever heard in this whole training plan for me personally. What what blocks me right now is the uncertainty of how that marathon is going to turn out, what the weather is going to be like, what the temperature is going to be like, what my motivation is to get out of bed early in the morning of marathon day, how I'm feeling the day before, any type of in, in, injury that could happen from now on in the, in the last in less than 40 days to it on the marathon, what COVID's going to look like, all of these things that are so uncertain right now is what's preventing me to get up in the morning and be like, oh, I can run this. I've ran 10 miles. My body, I know that I'm capable of this. My body isn't capable of this and I can go up and I can do this. I'm not going to die. Right. So, um, I really appreciate that one text. I think about that text multiple times in a week because the uncertainty of the marathon is the only thing that's preventing me right now. And after that text message, I realized that, you know, I am capable of this. My body is capable of this, especially my mind, my personality, I am capable of this as a human being. So back to the idea that you can't. So a couple people, I has I I was at the beach. I lived at the beach for the summer, and I have these family friends, Taylor and Kennedy, and um, they're younger girls than me. And they were, I was like, okay, since I'm down here right now, and you guys are down here vacationing, we're gonna go on a run together. And they were like, oh no 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 no. Uh, like, I can't run. I just can't run. I'm like, what do you mean you can't run? Like, I've seen you run. She's like, no, I just can't run. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm going to come tomorrow morning, and we're going to run, and we're going to do great. And so they end up going through with it. I was really, I was very happy. They were very excited, actually. And so we ended up running a 5K. I think I think we ended up running three miles. But the entire time, um, they were one of the girls was like, oh, no, I can't do this. I'm going to have to stop right now. I'm like, oh, no, you're not. I mean, you are awesome. We're going to do this. Your body's capable. You can't let, is it your body that has to stop or your mind that has to stop, right? Because a lot of the times in my runs, you know, it's your mind. I mean, my dad keeps reminding me this of today where I'm like, oh my gosh, dad, I have to stop right now. Like I have to just, I have to stop. And he's like, no, you don't. Think about it. Is your is it your mind saying that you have to stop, that you aren't capable of running the next five miles? Or is it your body? Because a lot of the time, I want to say 80% of the time, it's your mind that's preventing you from not running. So as I narrowed down into the, la- in the, into the next couple of, in the last couple of days before the marathon, um, 
things are starting to get very like intense. I mean, my entire focus right now is just this marathon. And so, and so a question, a question that I get asked a lot as a runner, um, is what keeps you motivated? I was asked this once as I was on BYLR Live Sote podcast as their guest, and I had to think about it. What keeps you motivated? Obviously, you have family and friends that are always motivating you, um, either that's on comments on Facebook or personal text calls. Um, you always have those supportive people in your corner. But personally, what is self-motivating you? And I had to think of like a, a phrase um, to give them. And the phrase I had came up, I had come up with was the feeling at the end of the finish line. Because let me tell you right now, each morning before I get up and run, I do not want to run. Like, I'm like, dad, I still don't have this love for running. Maybe today's the day that I just like, mm, 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 I'm not feeling it. Like, so, um, <laughs> so a lot of the time, I'm going to say like 95% of the time, I am not feeling it. I'm like, I, my body, like I'm, I always, I'm always like blaming on my body. I'm like, my body is killing me. Like I just can't. And my mom's, my mom's and my sister are like, girl, I don't know why you're running. But my dad's like, no, your body is capable. You are capable of doing it. And we're going to go crush this run. Even I, I literally just came back from a run. It was six miles pouring down rain. It was a tornado to watch, but, um, my dad's like, we're going to get this run done today. I'm like, we're going to get this run done done today rain or shine because uh you never know what conditions you're going to be running in anyway it was two miles into the six mile run it was a 10k so 6.1 and it was two miles in and I'm like dad I'm I think we might I think we should literally my words literally my words right now to him I was like dad I think we should go home I was like I'm not really I'm just feeling blah like honestly it was just like and he's like I think we can make it a little bit farther. I'm like, okay, I'll see. I mean, I'm just not feeling it today. And I took a second. We, it was dead silent for a second of us running. And I'm like, what am I saying? My body, I'm, I mean, I feel like my body's at a personal high right now. Whenever I'm running right now, I'm seeing this endurance building up as I'm gaining these last couple of weeks. I'm seeing that I can run multiple miles without stopping or walking at this nice, easy pace. And I'm like, my body is doing personal perfectly fine I mean I can breathe I can talk to you I can have this full-on conversation but my mind is telling me that it's time to quit this idea of quitting and I think that's what blocks a lot of us from getting up in the morning and doing our accomplishing our goals so um that's why I continue to hope to inspire others to get up in the morning I want others to get up in the morning and realize that they're capable they're capable of running the marathon. They could be running the marathon right by my side because I'm only, I just turned 17 two days ago. I'm only 17 years old and I'm, I'll be running my first um, marathon in October as I hope to inspire all these younger and even o- and older women of, that I know um, that they are, they are capable of doing this too. So anyway, so I had finished the run. Good thing, right? Um, and what I was saying, my, my quote, the feeling at the end of the finish line, that's what I'm chasing because the moment when you feel like you can see that finish line, which are for a lot of my runs at home is the driveway. 
So if I, when I see the driveway, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm feeling great. I have this runner's high for about 10 seconds. Not, I mean, it's not the whole run. Um, this run it was, it was negative splits topped. It was a top tier run. It was amazing. But, um, that seeing the finish line, I mean, pure joy, me and my dad are laughing. We're sprinting. Like we always sprint every last run because, um, we live on this hill. So our court into the neighborhood, you have this huge uphill and, um, like massive uphill. And every time it's finishing our run, I'm like, dad, we're about to go, we're going to go sprint this. And he's like, no, he calls me the Billy goat. He's like, no, Billy goat. We're not going to do that. We're not going to go, um, like race up this hill. Cause I'm always like, we're going to race. Let's see who's going to win. Who's going to win. I'm always up for a little competition. Competitive. It's the competitiveness in me. And he's like, no, we're not. And so I always just take off sprinting as you know, he comes along. And so we get to the downhill and we see, we can see our house from the top of our court and all of a sudden I mean I'm in pure joy I'm like woohoo it's like a totally different person from the beginning of the run so I am chasing that feeling that I am going to receive at the finish line that feel that feeling of accomplishment that was my goal for the day to get up and go run and I've completed that now I can go home I can relax I can eat some chicken or whatever I'm eating for dinner and I just said chicken because we had that today but um I've, I've accomplished this goal of mine which this one goal of mine each day is contributing to the larger goal of my year. So that the lesson of that story is to find what you're chasing, um, what motivates you. Either if it's not running, what motivates you to get up in each morning? I have a family friend, um, so many family friends, literally I could reference them all, but another friend, um, Miss Amy, she gets up, I, I want to say she got up at like 4.15, she goes to bed really early, but, um, she got, well, not really early, but I don't really know, but she gets up every single morning, inspires me, gets up every single morning, almost every single morning, sorry, um, and goes to her training class, and it's never, like, it's, like, always, like, 5 a.m., it's something insane, and she knows what motivates her, just like I know what motivates me to get up in the morning, this idea of becoming the, the better self, each run, you're bettering yourself, even though a lot of the time during the, like, during this training process, during any type of exercise, any type of thing that um, you're going through work, you're going to have highs and lows. So if my high is a really great run, negative splits, good pace, good distance, like my longest distance ever, no walking, whatever it is, whatever is the highlight of that run is my ultimate high, right? My downhill now is when I get into my mind, And it's either about, oh, my pace is awful or, hey, I skipped the run today. My mind got the best of me or honestly, my body needed a day off. But if my mind got the best of me, that's my low. So it's overcoming these highs and lows of the that you're like working with that you have to really stay set on your goal and know that, you know, both the highs and the lows of my training process are making me a better runner or make me a better person, have a greater mindset. So it's not just that you need to be on the top, you need to be top tier, like you need to be the best person of yourself, everyone, because I can tell you some runs I get out there, I'm like, I'm, I'm freaking hating this, like, take me off the run. I'm like, sometimes I can't even talk, right? I'm like irritated. I don't even know why I'm like irritated to be running. And some runs, I mean, I was on a six mile run with my dad and we, I literally was talking to him 
the entire time. I was talking to him the entire time. So it, it made me realize that, you know, we're never going to have these. We're not always going to have these perfect days. There's never going to be this perfect run. There's always something that you could come up with your mind that says that this run, like why this run was bad or why this run was amazing. But to see each day the progress, even though I saw like a, like I said, I saw a year ago of me running four miles and now I'm running 16 and I'm like easily comfortable at this. I was comfortable at the same level. Like I was comfortable at four miles and now I'm really comfortable at, well, it's out of my comfort zone, but I'm getting closer to comfortable with 16 miles. And so just seeing that difference in bettering yourself and bettering like what your body is capable of, what your mind is really capable of. I mean, it's, it's really your body endurance, obviously, but what your mind is capable of to go through this entire, put yourself through this entire thing, whether it's work, whether it's training, whether it's getting up in the morning and, or doing a late night workout or eating better or drinking water or going outside and playing with your kids, it's whatever it is, that one thing is going to show your progress all the way the year, how you've grown so far, right? So that's what keeps me motivated during my runs is that feeling and it could be a, it could be the same for a lot of you think if you hopefully maybe this podcast is going to make you want to go run because obviously i know a lot of you that are listening right now and a lot of you are the ones that have told me that you can't run and every time you tell me that i'm like oh my goodness what can i do to make her or him feel like she is capable of doing this because i was in your shoes i was what i was 14 years old when i was when i wasn't running at all so when i was 14 years old I was 15. Yeah, let's say 15. I was 15 years old and I'm like, are you kidding, dad? There is no way I'm waking up early and I'm going on a run. There is no way. And now, (laughs) and now I'm like, okay, dad, let's go. Let's have a little competition. Let's see if we can like not walk at all. Let's see if we can get negative splits. Like we're enjoying it now. Like I'm actually enjoying running sometimes, sometimes it's like, "Mm -mm." but anyway, the point is, um, you need to realize that you're capable of it. And I know I can tell it to you. I can say into this microphone, I can say 10 times, you're capable of running. You're capable of running. You're capable of running. You're capable of changing your lifestyle, making a better one, becoming the best version of yourself. I can say that you, you could come the, become the best version of yourself. But me saying it, it's not going to really change much. Hopefully it does. Maybe it does. But what has to happen is you have to have that changed mindset. You have to realize that you are powerful. You are strong. You're capable of changing your world, right? Changing your body, changing your mindset, changing everything about it to become the best version of yourself, whether that's through work, through spending time with your kids, through making 30 minutes a day just to get outside and walk, to do some dancing. Like sometimes some of my workouts is just to let go and play some music and just dance. I mean, I'm not even a good dancer. Like some of some of you listening right now have seen me dance and I mean I mean I can I got the beat down. I've got the beat. Like I'm not tone deaf, but I can tone deaf, but I can really I mean I'm not like the best dancer, but I'll just go in my room, turn on some music. I mean, we'll go out with our mom and we'll just start dancing. So it's that little switch that you have to flip to realize that you are capable, you are strong, you are powerful, you are bold, and you are you are able to do, I'm going to say capable again, you are capable of doing anything to become the best version of yourself, whether that's adjusting what you're doing in your day. So I want to go back and talk about the idea of goals 
and as though I will have probably another uh, an episode about goal setting, I think that from a very young age, my sister and I, Mackenzie, my sister Mackenzie and I, um, we had always set goals for ourselves. I mean, we were always trying to do like a new hobby every single week. I swear, like we were like one time we were doing knitting. And then one time we were doing painting and then one time we were doing dancing. Well, dancing stayed on until we were like four years old to middle school. We danced every day after school. Uh, we were running. We were doing field hockey, soccer, basketball, swimming, you name it, cheerleading. We were doing everything you could possibly think of because we were always trying to set these goals of learning new things. So recently we had gone to Wisconsin um, about like two weeks ago. And so we were staying with our friends, the O'Briens. Um, as my dad was doing his betterment circle and mom had gone down to the beach, we were staying there and we had, this is our, this was our fourth time going there, I believe. So our fourth time staying with this family and it's very close family um, friends with us and they live right in the lake. Every time besides once we had tried to wake surf, which is, I don't know if you guys know what wake surfing is. You could obviously um, go and Google it now, but it's basically when you're on a boat boat is pulling you you hold on to this rope and you let the boat pull you up and on the wake of the boat you're surfing that wake so I mean pretty self-explanatory but I mean it is hard like I'm telling you every year that we we had come down there whether it was for three days or for five days we were trying every single day to try to get up on the wake surf so as we were younger um the pet for the first two times that we had tried we were like oh no I mean we can't do it after the first time that we couldn't get up. It was a mental block that we had. And we were like, Oh, I, this isn't for me. This ain't for me. I cannot do it. But we ended up, sorry. I don't know why I keep doing that. Like little funny voice. My bad. It's literally, um, I think nine o'clock here, a little late night episode we're doing here, but anyway, I'm happy to do it. Anyway, back to the story. So for a couple of years now, we couldn't have, we weren't able to do it like it was this mental block also we weren't getting down the idea of what you had to do so it was kind of like physically not understanding what we had to do to be able to get up on the like get up onto the week and then just mentally we we're like oh my goodness we literally are off at this like why we're so athletic we're like ever since we were younger we were we've been so athletic why can't we get this one thing down well it comes along this year and um so the people that are teaching us is um, the dad, Mr. Tim, Tim O'Brien. He was teaching us and Mr. Tim O'Brien, sorry, Mr. Tim O'Brien was teaching us and um, he's like, okay, we're going to try again this year. And me and Mackenzie are like, yes, yes, let's do it. But also in the back of my mind, I don't know about Mackenzie, I can't speak for her, but the back of my mind, I'm like, if I don't get up this time, I mean, this is just embarrassing. Like, I'm like, I'm embarrassed for myself. I'm going to feel like, why can I not do this? I've seen them do it a million times when we're there. I mean, they're amazing at it. Obviously they live on the lake, but, um, I was like, uh, I don't know how this is going to go. And so I think it was like the first time, um, we get out there. He's like, okay, sit down. And we're in the grass. I'm like, sit down in the grass. He's like, yeah, sit down in the grass. And so I sit down in the grass. He puts the board by my feet and he's like I'm going to show you what it's going to what's what the feeling is that you have to feel that you're going to get on this week so he pulls me up and I, I understand start to feel like the mobility of what you're supposed to feel like when you're getting up in the wake so anyway that was like the physics of it we get out in the boat on the boat and it takes me a couple tries um we don't know the exact number I think it's probably like five four no it's definitely like four tries to actually get pulled up by the boat and by the third day that we were there we were not only 
surfing up, could almost get up every single time. We are sur- we ha- were able to, by the third day, the last day, we were surfing without the rope. So with the rope, the, that means the boat's just pulling you. You don't really have to do a lot of the surfing part of it. When you throw the rope in, you're, you're like in control of the speed that you're going, um, like more of your balance and your how you're able to adjust yourself. So it's a little bit challenging. So by the third day, we were up, no rope. I mean, we were getting up almost on every wave. It was like the best time because I realized despite the challenges, despite the past two times that we couldn't get up, these mental blocks that were killing us to get up, eventually we did it. So how I'm connecting this to my training. In reflecting of my training, like I said, a lot of the people, a lot of people that I know are like, no, I've tried running and I just, I don't have this love for it. Well, I'm going to be straight up honest with you right now. I don't have this, the love for it. I mean, I do. I really do love running, but I don't have this extreme love for it. Like I said, every morning, I'm mostly like, "Mm, like, let's hope that my dad skips his alarm. This is my mindset. Like some mornings, like, let's hope that my dad skips his alarm so that we overslept that way I don't have to run and it's not all me right so (laughs) I'm just kidding dad that only happens probably like twice but anyway um I don't have this love for it except when I'm crossing that finish line when I'm having these highs of the run I mean in in certain parts of the run I'm like this is amazing I'm I'm like exhilarated I'm feeling like the best version of myself I'm feeling like I can give more I can put more out there and I can push myself. And so even through those highs and lows, and this in this case with the wake surfing, it was a lot of lows, but eventually you can overcome those. You can start to see the better version of yourself coming out. You can start to see you achieving those goals. You're always going to go up, obviously, um, once you get it, right? Once you start running more, you're going to feel that finish at the, you're going to feel that feeling at the finish line you're going to want it so you're going to have to get up in the morning you're going to have to restart new day you're going to get up in the morning and you're going to have to do it again just to feel that 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 feeling and eventually you're going to be like "Mm, I remember I remember the first day that I could do I got up in the morning and I ran and now you're going to reflect on how on how you've changed have you progressed and I mean, the whole idea of training for something, your body is changing, your endurance is changing, your your, your mind is changing, your, changing, your personality is changing through this whole training, especially I'm talking about myself. So through my training, it's just an amazing thing to watch. And I think everybody should have that opportunity to really indulge in it and to really take an op- take this opportunity and realize that you are capable of making that change. You are capable of running in this case, but you are capable of so much and yet as I would love, as I love to sit here and my whole reason is to realize that you're capable of so much in your life and to realize that your self-worth, that you're able to do this, you're going to make that mental switch. You're going to reflect and be like, okay, I can do this. Get up in the morning, put some running clothes on, go run, go for a walk, go and make breakfast and spend time with your kids. Do whatever you have to do that is your goal of the year and get up and do it. Either if you want to do it or not, you know that at the end of the day, you're going to reflect on your day. You're going to thank God for such an amazing day. You're going to look back. What were the good parts about my day? Obviously, I got up in the morning. First part, thankful for waking up in the morning. Second part, it's going to be that accomplishment, that goal that you had set and then have achieved. So right now, 
take a second and think of a goal that you had wanted for the year, whether it's chasing your dream and getting out there and running, taking 30 minutes in a day and just getting out there and walking, taking get going on the treadmill. I know a lot of you, a lot of the listeners probably have kids and probably can't get up and run, don't have the time like I do right now to get up and run, but take that second in a day and focus on you, focus on your, how you're going to better yourself in the day. And it's going to change the world. It's going to change your world. It's going to change who you are as a person. It's going to make you your better self. So I hope today sharing a little bit about my training, my takeaways from this training experience so far, uh, that you have realized that you are capable. Through my story, I hope a lot of you can relate. I mean, a lot of us don't want to get up in the morning and that's the struggle. I mean, I just want to sleep in just five more minutes, just five more minutes. Nope. No, no, no. What you got to say now is one, two, three, four, five, and I'm up. I'm up. The switch. Now you're up. Now you're going to go do it. Now you're going to go change the world. Now you are going to go realize that you have this self-worth, that you're capable of getting up in the morning and going to make that day a great day, whether that's your positive attitude, whether that's going to run in the morning, walk, spend time with your kids, whatever it is, realize that you're capable of doing it. Um, thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. It was a great episode. A lot of time, but a great episode to talk about my training experience and my takeaways from this training experience so far. And just realize that you are capable. You're capable of so much more than you really realize. Yet I'm still like that. I'm capable of so much more than I realize at this point. And I just wanted to let you guys know that that you are capable. You have self-worth. You are powerful. You are strong. You're powerful. You're strong, powerful women. And we are going to change the world together. Sooner or later, let's realize this. Let's realize that you are capable. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited for other episodes along the way. Um, Our next guest is going to be amazing. I'm so excited. And I have a song, actually. I'm going to do a song recommendation now every every, uh, podcast because I think it would be amazing. Just a little song that motivates me. And I'll share my running song that I'm recently just loving it's actually sorry I have to find it but um take a second and listen to the song lose somebody by Kygo I think it's pronounced lose somebody by Kygo and one republic I'll put that song as the song for this podcast but realize that you're capable you are going to the change the world you are a strong powerful woman and we are going to change the world together let's go guys and um by the way I wanted to say before I go if anybody ever wants to go for a run personal message direct message me and we are going to go for a run. Call me, text me, and I'll be there by your side because I was in your shoes. Starting is the hardest part. Starting is the hardest part. I love you all and thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next episode.